what's going on investors? We've had a lot of new subscribers on this channel recently, and I realized it's been a while since I've revealed my top 10 largest holdings. I like to be transparent, and what better time to show off my positions than when the market has been super volatile. I used to make these videos all the time, but I stopped doing so because they just don't do as well as other videos. So the only way for me to change that is for you to hit that like button and leave a comment saying you want to see more of these videos so I know that this is the type of content you'd like to see. So a lot of these more meme stocks, stocks you might be seeing pumped up here on YouTube, not necessarily the most established companies aren't doing so hot. Large institutions are pulling money out of them and really times like this test you as an investor. The strong will survive. But the weak, they're gonna panic and they're gonna sell early because they don't have diamond hands. Guys, stocks go up and stocks go down. If you can't handle the emotions, probably shouldn't be investing in the markets. At least not in individual stocks. The key to doing well in the markets is keeping your emotions on check. All right, without further ado, let's get into my portfolio and look at my top 10 largest positions. Make sure you've already subscribed and hit that like button. Visa is currently my 10th largest position. Visa is a financial services giant. We all got Visa in our pockets, and if we own Visa stock, there's a good chance that we also have money in our pockets as well. I've been dollar cost averaging into Visa for quite some time, and I've just had some great returns. And now that C19 finally seems to be dying down, that means more people are gonna be going out shopping, they're gonna be swiping their Visa cards, and Visa is gonna be collecting a small percent of all those transactions. Visa has such a great business model, and once people start booking vacations and business trips again on their Visa cards, that's game over. Visa's gonna be rolling in the dough. In their latest quarter, Visa said they had processed $2.5 trillion worth of payments. Even a fraction of $2 trillion is a lot of money, which is why Visa is so profitable. So I currently own 12 shares of Visa, equity value of just under $2,800. Number nine is Applied Materials, and this is probably the one stock in my top 10 that you may not have heard of. Not too many finance YouTubers own this stock, but it's in hot demand right now because there is a semiconductor shortage in the world, and what business is Applied Materials in? They provide the supplies to be able to make semiconductor manufacturing possible. Think about all the electronic devices we use every day. Those have chips and circuits in them. And AMAT, they just had a record year in revenues, and this is a company that's only gonna have higher demand. This is probably the stock that I have the biggest overall percent return. But I wanna emphasize that there's been times where I was down big on this position, and there's times like today when I am up big on this position. At the end of the day, I believed in the business, I kept my emotions in check, and now I'm being rewarded very heavily. I've made videos in the past about applied materials. If you have more questions, check out those videos. Number eight is MasterCard, and MasterCard, much like Visa, these two are an amazing one-two punch in the payments processing sector. I can go to sleep very well knowing that these are two of the largest investments in my portfolio. There's already a lot of expectations priced into MasterCard's current stock price, but I was buying them throughout the pandemic. They processed $6.3 trillion in payment volume last year, which was not that far off from their last normal year without a global shutdown. This really does prove that this company performs well even in recessions. And just like Visa, once people start going on vacations again, oh man, that's gonna be game. That's game for these two companies. 
All right, at number seven, we have Microsoft. And rather than bore you with some facts about how Microsoft is arguably one of the best stocks to own, they basically print money like Uncle Jerome, let's share some memes about Billy Gates, who was in the news for getting a divorce because he likes to hang out every year with an ex-girlfriend. I never understand why any of these rich celebrities don't just sign prenups. The success rates of these marriages is under 50%. Those are not good odds. So let's look at some of these memes. We got me in a wedding dress trying to slide into Melinda Gates DMs. We have the Spider-Man meme of Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos pointing at each other. We have Mackenzie Scott and Melinda Gates. These are the two of the greatest investors of all time through marriage. And now we have all these young people trying to slide into Billy's DMs. And of course, there's the irony of Billy Gates asking us for privacy. Guys, let me know what you think of Billy Gates' divorce in the comments below. And make sure you, if you're enjoying this content that you hit that like button and are subscribed. Number six, we have the growth stock of the 21st century right next to Domino's Pizza. And that is Amazon. My average cost on this is actually much better than what's listed on here at, at $3,300. When I transferred over from Robinhood to Fidelity, my partial share of Amazon got sold. So I just bought a full share on Robinhood. I think I bought around the mid uh, 1,000, so it's not too bad, but then I had to sell it, I had to pay taxes on it. So Amazon just blew its latest earnings report out of the water and the stock price actually went down. Can't believe I'm actually down overall on Amazon. That's just gonna be temporary. That's how much value was already priced into Amazon. Amazon we know as the online retailer is now expanding into groceries like their Whole Foods acquisition. They increased 44% year over year. They're continuing to grow internationally up 50% year over year. And Amazon Web Services, which could honestly be its own company is up 32% year over year. Advertising, which is something that we think of as an industry dominated by Google and Facebook, was up 73%. Remember on Amazon.com, getting your product on the top line of Amazon searches is prime real estate. Amazon basically has their own country with 200 million Amazon Prime members. That's recurring revenue for them. Really, I think that Amazon is a no-brainer stock. I actually think it's one of the more fairly valued stocks too. It's been trading sideways for quite some time. Number five, we have a big loser here in NEO currently makes up 4% of my account at just under $3,700, own 100 shares of them. And I wanted to include NEO because not every stock I buy is gold and not every investment just always goes up. I was actually assigned 100 shares of NEO as part of an options trade. I made a lot of money doing the wheel strategy on NEO. And then unfortunately, the stock absolutely collapsed three months ago and it has since then never recovered. I still think that NEO is a great company. They will be the premier EV company in certain parts of the world. And I do think that they will one day return to its peak. But for the time being, I'm just going to wait it out. And I'm still making money doing covered calls on them. So just be aware, this is always the risk of doing options on a more of a meme stock, more speculation based. But life is all about learning and getting better for next time. Number four is one that I just added to, and that is NVIDIA. This is basically a conglomerate innovative technology company, and they're doing a lot in the gaming industry, quantum computing, artificial intelligence, 5G, internet of things, self-driving cars, robotics, data centers, cybersecurity, and much, much more. If I wasn't exposed to NVIDIA during this decade, I would be worried. They have their earnings report coming out pretty soon, so if you want them to see a video of me breaking down what they reported, let me know and I'll try to do that for you guys. Currently, I hold seven shares of NVIDIA, 
for just over $4,100 and they make up 4.53% of my account. Number three is not actually a company, but a basket of companies in the ETF Triple Qs, which tracks the biggest tech companies. About 65% of its holdings are tech related, with smaller allocations to other sectors. I think I'm a little too tech heavy, and there's plenty of other great sectors that have given fantastic returns that I need exposure to. Inevitably, I do think that the triple Qs will probably become the biggest position here shortly, as I just continue to buy them to get great exposure to the biggest tech companies all at once. Currently, I own 13 shares of the triple Qs that makes up 4.74% of my account for just under $4,400. My number two and number one positions were separated by a whole $20, so they're going to be flip-flopping on the daily. Apple currently holds the second spot after they knocked their earnings report out of the ballpark. I mean, it's tough to keep topping records for Apple, but they just continue to go above and beyond. Product revenues was up 62% year over year. Everyone wants those Apple devices. Apple services, which is consistent income, the best kind of income there is, was up 27% year over year. They've been doing stock buybacks like crazy, and they're also just announced that they increased their dividend by around 7%. Not sure what there isn't like to like about Apple stock these days. Currently, I own 36 shares, just recently bought another share the other day. That makes up 5.12% of my portfolio and my current equity in them is just under $4,700. Number one, no surprise here, Elon Musk is the third richest man on the planet, and I'm hoping one day that my Tesla stock will get me up in those ranks one day. Tesla Model 3 is already the best-selling premium sedan in the world. They're building world-class facilities in Shanghai, Berlin, Texas. Their number of production and deliveries continues to go up, and so does that bottom line. Their EBITDA numbers continue to rise. Margins right now currently aren't the best, but I expect that will continue to get better over time. And then of course, Tesla is several years ahead with its autonomous driving, data, and vehicle software. Other income sources for them also include energy storage, solar roofs, and their service centers for their cars. There's lots to be excited about here about Tesla. So currently Tesla makes up about 5.14% of my portfolio. I have a current equity value in them of just over $4,700. I currently own seven shares. I just bought one right before the earnings, and unfortunately it went the opposite direction of where I thought the stock would go. But of course, again, so much is priced into the market these days. It's really tough to play these earnings. But that's gonna do it for my portfolio, guys. That's my top 10. I would love to hear your feedback or questions you might have. Of course, this is just my top 10 largest holdings. I own close to 50 different stocks slash ETFs. So make sure you've hit that like button and you're subscribed so I can make more of these videos in the future. I'd love to show you guys my smaller positions, my more ancillary positions. You can catch me wherever you get your podcast under the Collect Cash podcast name. And I will buy Stash Collect Cash. See you later.